Guts Over Fear podcast, hosted by Matthew Cullen and Brian Warner. You walked on the Lewis last year, didn't you? Yeah, 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 I walked on it. What good experience there with you? Enjoy it. No, yeah. not at all, man. It was, it was bleeding horrible. It, it was probably one of, the, it was one of the best paying jobs I had, but for the, the stress and abuse you got. Yeah, yeah. What was your training? Just, just our interest, because when we done it, it was fucking three days, just security. But you're going in now as an authorised officer, yeah? Yeah, authorised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That as advertised. Yeah, yeah. What was the training there when you went in? My training, my actual training was to check tickets. You did any security training now going in? No, no, no you come not in. A, not a scratch. So they've taken away that. No, no security training. No, we sat down on a chair. Uh, obviously, done the security training, but. He, uh, there was nothing involved in it. He just sat there looking at a screen and he'd yeah. tell you basically how to provoke people. That it wasn't how to calm down situations, just as well. I did have my experience from dealing yeah. the doors and all, but there was no, it was how to provoke someone so you could drag them off the tram. Well, that's yeah. not good at all, is it? <laughs> you know, they, but what, <laughs> how many years' experience have you got before the, the Lewis? Unofficially, I've been, I've been doing it since I'm 16. Right. And you've been doing doors, right? So you've been yeah, doing yeah. doors, like, in town and all, have you? Yeah, very few oh, different places. And yeah. when you applied for the Lewis, what made you go, okay, I'm going to apply for the Lewis? The money. <laughs> Just the money. And did you, Just... did, had you any background of what type of job that you were getting into or anything like that? No, no. I, just, I knew that you were in a team. And it was good money. Yeah, it's just when I when I applied, I was what I think I had a couple of years experience before I applied, and nearly ten years. And I was like, okay, I, I'm going to learn something today because I thought I was going in with the big dogs, you know. Well, that's what I thought at the time. Well, yeah. And I was like, I'm going in the job with the big dogs. I'm going to learn something, you know. I'm going to upskill myself. And then uh, listen, in a week, I was like. Well, this is disappointing, you know, because uh, it, it was just completely sure. That's what I'm saying to you. Like, if you've gone in there as an authorised person slash officer and you're given training, and it's not the it's not the right training, though, is it? To be honest, because um, no, no. we got we got three day training, um, and it was all about security and it was all about customer service, really. But you've got training how to provoke people, like yeah, basically, yeah. So you're going in to do security. You weren't security eventually, anyway, when you got in there, were you? Uh, kind of. Would you have been proactive in your security role? Well, that, that's what I was used to. I was used to, obviously, like you have a duty of care for other people around you. Yeah. You have to make sure people are safe, getting on and off the tram and such, and looking after people. But mm. that, that wasn't the job. The job was to provoke people and to, to try pull in as much money as possible. You wouldn't give people the notice. You'd try tell people, look, you have to pay this now. You wouldn't notify them. You wouldn't give them any notice. Seven days, six days, whatever it is, two weeks. Right. Um, there'll be nothing, nothing at all. So basically, when you're issuing a stand of fair notice, you, the people have a right to know you've got uh, so many days to appeal. Three days, yeah. Forty days. You have this yeah. many days to appeal. So you were told not to say that. Or? Yeah. Well, really, yeah. You were you were told to. When I first went in, I went in with a group of lads. Uh, during the during my training for the ticket checking. Mm. They told you, yeah, you make sure you tell them this and that. But as time went on, there was nobody doing that. Mm. So I just kind of gave up. I, I asked people for tickets. If they didn't have a ticket and they were okay, I'd say, all right, fair enough, look, where are you going to? And if they were saying, look, look I'm only going two more stops up, I'm late for work or whatever, yeah. I'd say, go ahead, fight away. Because I wasn't doing it, you know what I mean? I wasn't bullying people out of money. 
And, and you're told to use your discretion, aren't you, when you're training? You're discretion. told to use your discretion. Yeah, because your security as well, like, you know, so I, I know I use that as a tool uh, to deal with antisocial. I'd use the fact yeah. that I could write as a ticket and there might be seven of you, or so write one between the seven of you, you can split the money, you know, and they, they kind of appreciate that, yeah. so they're working with you then in, in an antisocial issue then, you know, yeah. as opposed yeah. to against you. So, does there, uh, uh, for you, Matthew, when you were saying that, when you were doing it, um, you say that gave one the fine and said you all can split if you want to, you know. Yeah. Now, what would Transf feel if they hear that's what you used to do? You know that kind of way. And then, like you know, I know you're saying fuck them now. No, I'm but, not saying uh, fuck them. Uh, I, you know, I was, I was using my discretion as an authorized yeah, officer. No. That's the only thing. My discretion is my discretion. You know. Not yeah, I 100% agree with you. But I guarantee a transfer wouldn't like your discretion. Like. Well, they should because <laughs> out of no, them seven, out of them seven, I'd say the one that's getting it has to have ID, and the one that has ID, I always go, yeah, I have got the ID, because you're doing them a favour. They're going to split it seven ways. They've given yeah. the real ID. You're, you're handing in a genuine stand of fair notice as opposed to a seven fake ones. Do you know what I mean? And most of the time, then they stop acting the bollocks. So exactly, you're doing them a favour. It's two way yeah. street, like, you know. Yeah, sure. Like as I said, like you know, with me, with my background in security, you know, you build up. Just your experience with your duty to care and customer service comes a long way. So in that type of job, like you know, it's it's a job. Even if it's not a job security, you know, you have a duty to care. You know, for somebody. Yeah. You know, there's no point. You know, I mean, trying to intimidate people to pay money. You know, like what's the story with that? That's like imagine they like, getting told that basically you have to intimidate Matthew when he gets on the tram to get money out of him. Yeah. That's your training. If that was my training, I think personally I would walk away. Uh, because, yeah, look, yeah, there's no way I would be intimidating anybody for money. Well, you look, know? Most, of the, most of the time, like, <laughs> it's pointless even trying to stand with someone and argue then because now, I don't know what, the way it was when you were working there, mm. but now, if they walk, if they start walking, fuck it, like, that's, it is what it is. They walk away from you. That's the end of it. Yeah. So, that's why I just always give someone the opportunity. Look, jump off, tag on, and jump back on. Yeah, true. They could walk away and not fucking pay at all. Like, yeah, know, get the yeah, next yeah. One. But we got back to you, Alex. So how long you were there for in total? Seven months. Seven months. So when did you say, like, enough is enough, this is stressful. This When is the stress that hitting you with the bullying and the harassment from the management? Look at how a manager was surveilling me constantly surveilling me ringing the work phone where are you you haven't checked this many tickets you mm. stop checking for 20 minutes a half an hour well he doesn't know our security situations we're dealing with during the day yeah so he wasn't he was not one of the cacks he was security experience no he was never security no 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 so he didn't even have a security background so as we said this in the last time you know you're getting taught by somebody who doesn't know security yeah. And second and foremost, you know, they're the type of people that's been on the platform that called out for security, you know, um, back in the day before they were in the office. So, how, how, like, I know, like, from a point of view, it gets frustrated, you know, um, yeah. going to work and going, who, who the feck am I going to be working with? Um, sometimes you think, oh, who's going to be in the CAC today? You know, who's going to yeah. be in the CAC's office today? Because, you know, it all depends on who that CAC is, you know. Um, <laughs> is it going to be a good day or is it going to be a bad day? You know, is my phone yeah. going to ring ten times or five times? So you were there. What's it say? Seven months. Seven months. Yeah. 
And would you just say, for instance, somebody said to you, oh, I've got an interview for the Lewis, what would you be? What would you say to them? I'd advise them not Yeah. I'd definitely them not Yeah. I would, my experience. Now, that's what yeah. I was there now, but it seems to be getting a lot worse now since we left. Oh. Well, since I left anyway. How long, um, Alex, uh, Alex, after you joined, right? So, usually when you join a new job, things are good for a while, you know? Things are great. How, yeah, how long yeah. after you started, did you start going, right? Uh, I'm getting pressured here or these managers are in fair game about two three months maybe three months max most of the comments I think nearly everyone said it when we were talking to them for the last show was that if you speak up there you you start to get punished if you start speaking up for yourself so when when that thing started happening to you with three months did it correlate with any complaints you made or anything at the same time yeah well I told them on the phone I said you can't you're not allowed to fail me you're not allowed to track me unless you tell me that there's a surveillance on me yeah. before you go ahead and track my progress on what what I'm working, where I'm working, how I'm doing. Yeah, you're right. There's going no um, contract for no. No, but we said that on the last show. You know, um, it has to be kind of in your contract. You know, you need to know everything. You know, it's it's not when we I, when I was there, I was getting tracked left, right, and centre. Now, I did a lot yeah. of foot patrol, you know, I used to walk the whole line, <laughs> you know, from Red Cow all the way up to the points. Unsanctioned. <laughs> you know, oh, and, you know, but regardless of what I'd done was, I always done the job, you know, yeah. I always done the job. If I had a coffee, the coffee got into the bin and I was that location, you know, and we had that fucking belt on. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. with you, if you were definitely working with me, you were definitely monitored. <laughs> you know, you were definitely monitored. Now, like, when Alex was there, they had... Uh, handheld unit. Nobody body uh, cams not, as not well. the official one. It wasn't the official one that TFI gave them. So oh, this is what I've been informed now. Right. That uh, TFI gave Transdev a green, t- a green machine for ticket checking. Right. And these new machines came in then that had a tracking device on it. Uh, it was actually hooked up to one of the CAC's phones. Right. Because uh, every time you turned it on, you'd see missed calls and messages and so on. Like, so his phone is synced with the HHU, with the handheld unit. Yeah. So because the handheld unit has to have, um, it would have to have a SIM card in it. It's basically a phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it would have to have a SIM a card. Phone, you top yeah. it up with Wi-Fi, yeah. with Wi-Fi and things like that. So with a phone in it, uh, with a SIM card in it, it can be tracked. Globally, you know, so I mean, now, it, it they, has the ability well, to be tracked at least. Yeah, so um, when they all these new machines came in, yeah, were you yeah. aware of these new machines coming in? I wasn't because that's what I started off with. Yeah, yeah because yeah. when the new machine, okay, so even the so in your training, so you're tra- you come in and you started off with the new machine, right? So Matthew was on the yeah. old machine, yeah, so you jumped on the, the, the new machine there, yeah. Um, were you told in your train that this can be tracked? The CACs have access to this and they can track it if they want? No, it was when I, um, when I started using it properly, I then found out later on, because obviously one of the, one or two of us were standing around having a chat, uh, and one particular CAC that takes care of all of this, um, showed, me on, a, yeah, <laughs> showed me on the screen. Uh, of all of my numbers, showed me where it was on the line. He he showed me everything that was on his laptop, so he mm. could check that from anywhere. So he was able to show you in in, in real time. Yeah, that your machine was right beside him. So he has the software on his own laptop. 
I don't know if it's his laptop, a work laptop, but he always had it with him, so. And well, it okay. have to be a walk, it have to be a walk, it can't be his own. But that's it a good thing, though. The, but that's a good thing, though. Yeah, well, could, but that's a good thing. So if you're going to court and you was like, oh, this fella wasn't even at that stop. At least you have nah. the location there. No, no, no but no. They've but cameras for that, Brian. They've cameras yeah, to go, he wasn't at that stop. You don't yeah, need tracking people. What, like. I'm not, what I'm saying to you is, like, it, it's a good idea to have all the, everything in the one basket where if someone says, oh, no, he wasn't even at that stop. It was the last stop. Oh, no, you weren't. Here's where he stopped you. But, but it should be used oh, to track him. You know, it's, right it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's you know, it's it's like you know, people with like with the body cams. It's the exact same thing. You know, yeah, uh, one, the, one it, of the CAs had. Uh, I was told about a letter that we, I was meant to get hold of the letter before I got sacked. Yeah, the letter was meant to state that uh, it was meant to state that when these new machines came in, that the tr that it wasn't going to be used against them. That they weren't allowed to track them right. for them reasons to keep surveillance on them and everything it was in case one went missing and you'd be able to find it yeah and it's hard to it's hard to prove when someone's tracking you yeah but a lot of time i was told uh can you just move off away from there from steven's green right. i know why are you telling me to move away from steven's green i'm not at steven's green and one of them said yeah i'm watching it on the camera here Fucking bastards. And so, did you ever see the camera? So, we were told about that as well. We all also know because we work there. But in the in the manager's office, there's a screen with the cameras. Yeah. What stops have you seen on that camera? I've seen Red Cow, Stevens Green, O'Connell Street, I think it was, and Balali. No, Sandyford. Sandyford. They're able to zoom in and all as well, aren't they? You're able to move. Yeah, forward. that's. They, you, you catch a freckle on someone's hand yeah, with these yeah. cameras. I've seen a lot of the cameras in there, a lot of the platforms, and I know a lot. Of, see the big ball ones that spin around. Yeah. Right, they spin around, and then they have a zoom. Trust me, they'll see the shit marks in the inside of your trousers before you even see them. You know, um, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying to you. You can break, just say for instance, you can be sitting there and you're out there, you're going up to the nines, you're a woman, you're out there, and these fellas are zooming in on you. Mm, you know, yeah. um, but let's not like, let's not get into that. But what I'm saying to you is, I don't, um, I've seen all the cameras, and especially by a catcher of me, you know, because yeah. I was like, so how do you know it was there? And the cameras keep flicking off each stop, yeah. But like they, they think you're fucking stupid, you know. Um, but you can press, you know, yeah. on your screen which camera do you want to show. So you can select it and say, look, I want Abbey Street and leave Abbey Street on. And then yeah. I want because there's nothing happening at Conley because there's no trams there during the night and things like that. Just let that flicker off every thirty seconds or every hour or something, you know. I can't lie. Um, so you can design your view of the camera which way you want. So he could actually sit there and hold every single camera on his screen for the whole shift. So he can see you going from Abbey Street to JF Street all the way to Houston. Yeah. Not a bother. So you felt, <coughs> right, you felt you were being monitored on your handheld unit on the cameras as well, yeah? And then, boy, you're yeah. getting phone calls. One of the days I was, that day that he rang me twice, I was actually on my way down to Brown Bridge mm. from the Red Hill. Oh, from Sandyford, sorry, because I had my fingerprint wasn't on the clocking system down there so i had to be brought down by a higher well someone that was there longer than me yeah yeah to get my fingerprint on it so when i got the phone call he said why are you here um 
and I told them why. And then I just got pissed off. I said, hey, you can't fucking do that. Like, you're not allowed to track me. Like, it's definitely not. You're like, you're definitely not be able to fucking track you. They have to walk, you know. And yeah. I always said, like, you know, them new hell-hell devices came in. You should be in a full aware of the system and how yeah. they walk and why they have these things on it, you know, because at the end of the day, it's your workplace. Yeah, what? ever since that phone call, though, everything got worse. For, uh... So after after that happened, though, when you got them calls that day, did it progress and progress? And did you keep yeah, like, yeah. complaining? And, and what were you getting fired? I wrote emails to the HR and all, and then I got back to the same cack, and he had sent me down, and he said that, he said that I put in a complaint for watching him on the cameras, or for him watching me on the cameras. Uh, I never put that complaint in. My complaint was that he was tracking me on the handhelds unit so he was obviously after telling me that he was looking at me on the cameras as well no that's yeah. that's not a place to be walking in whatsoever and i don't give a fuck what anybody says like you know when we walked there obviously we done the job but we had a banter it was a great place yeah. to walk you know and we came in we laughed we joked and they tried to even take that away from us and we're on a break we're on everything and they trying to take that away from us yeah. Lads, are too loud in here. Cacks, like, you know, they're coming in every time for the break room. Or a hundred smokes a day. You know, I'm like, you might as well get cigarette allowance off transit. Because you're coming in here, you're smoking to beat the band just to get, like, information. Or to hear what people are saying. Or to stop conversation. Because, you know, when yeah. a cat comes in, like, you know, everybody stay quiet. Like, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know, everybody stay quiet. I remember what happened last night. Because you Conversation now, I've done. I told you yeah. later, mate. I told you later. <laughs> you know, I mean? I'm not walking tonight, don't worry. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm really yeah. sick. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and they just come in the break room every time. You know, yeah. when you walk in, there's nobody there. The soon as they hear noise and your mic, your lunch is in the microwave, ding, they're out there and they're bleeding, smoking. I remember I was sitting there trying to eat, you know, in the, in the canteen. And uh, they had the, the fire exit though. And the two of them are fucking sitting there smoking. I know I don't smoke. Yeah. I'm not glad. I'm fucking trying to have me dinner here. You're like, and I'm in the smokers coming on top of me. Fuck off with your bleeding smoke. Oh, sorry. Didn't know. You know, what do you mean you didn't know? Like, you're sitting there smoking on top of me. Even if I did yeah. smoke, I don't want to smell smoke while I'm eating me fucking dinner. Me here, well, Billy. Who, who was the cax, bro? The who were smoking? Yeah. The two people that had to <laughs> fire them, they were sitting outside me being fucking smoking, and that was it. All over me bleeding there. So, what happened anyway? You got fired. What so was that reason? fired. The reasons was refusing to work with someone. Right. Uh, my performance, which was not state on the contract, uh, due to like getting numbers and all that. The, none of that was stated in my contract. Um, the reasons why I wouldn't work with someone was for my own safety, uh, due to no communication on the trams, and they'd stand away from me. So there was two two particular people. <laughs> I was dealing with something. Some fella was trying to throw a can at me and trying to hit me and all. And I called him a few times on the radio and the CAs on the tram were going down to him saying, I'll finish off this SFN. Mm. You just go and help your partner out. And he wouldn't. He just, right. he, sh he shouted up to me. He wouldn't even call me on the radio. He shouted up the whole tram. I'm finishing an SFN. I'll be with you now in a few minutes. I said, fuck this. I'm getting off this tram. You're getting off with me and I'm going back to the red cow. I, I, didn't, I used to hate going on the shift. And with somebody that I didn't like. It used to be the longest day ever. Yeah, but what he's saying, right? He raised basically a health safety issue there. That's totally different. Did you go back to the Red Cow with him? Or? I did, yeah. I brought him back to Kev. And when I brought him into Kev, uh, 
carefully agreed with me. He said, security is your main role. If your partner's in trouble, you go and fucking help him. Yeah. Leave the SFN if you have to. Let him walk off the tram. It doesn't matter. Make sure yeah. your partner's safe. And that's the end of it. Two years need to go out. Everyone, I'll go out together and come back together and go home safe. That's that's the job. Exactly, yeah. And did you get pushback after you done that? Or? Uh, yeah. So there was, there was a, a female as well that I had a problem with before that. Uh, she left me up a lolly on the own. Right. So I called her off the tram, and she wouldn't. She stepped off the tram, looked at me, waited for the doors to beep, and stood back on. I let the tram go. And you raised that as well. Yeah. Well, I, I spoke. I sent emails over that and everything, um, and said that he was going to organise a mediation for me and her to sit down and talk and fix the situation. But instead of any of that being fixed or the issues being raised like flagged even just so then we wouldn't work together they instead held it against me right in what way they, they held it against me for refusal to work with, with a partner or with a colleague so, so they charged you with refusal to work and investigate you yeah and and uh, it literally you're raising health and safety issues like you know that's what you're saying like your job is fucking dangerous as it is and then yeah. when you come along and you're correcting it as you go, and that's even your duty to do that, is correct as you go. So you say, this is not safe. They shouldn't have put you with her again for the start, you know? When, yeah, when, but they did. I know they do because they have this fucking mentality where if two people don't work together, they put them together anyway. And it doesn't work all the time. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, they'll get over it. But, so you raised two, basically two health and safety issues. They didn't address them. And then your investigation that led to your being fired. So there was two charges. Yeah, but there was uh, no. They didn't bring up the this one. The refusal to work with someone and the uh, low performance was it? Low performance. Yeah, yeah. And what was that based on? Did they tell you? Your performance. That was based on the uh, on the number of tickets I was checking. Okay, so how many like did you say like oh you had to get ten a day, fifteen well, a day, so twenty a day? They, yeah, they sent out an email to everybody, which was an unofficial email. What was it, 200 leap cards and 100 tickets? Then, so I was, look, I was getting fairly close to the targets most of the days, um, but you can't control how many people's on and off the tram or what security situations yeah. come up. So I've been called in a few times by he, uh, he, every time he brought me into the room, he said, this is an unofficial chat. I, I just want to see in regards of why your numbers are this low and all. So... I told him, I said, that's not in my contract. So I said, and every single time that I talked to him, I said, the numbers are not in my contract. That's first of all. Mm. Second of all, why are you bringing me in halfway through the day? You should be bringing me in the next day after reviewing my numbers. Yeah. But, uh, so obviously I, I didn't stand too well with him in the first place. <laughs> and was yeah. he your cock, was he? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, worse than Smokey Joe. It's like they pounce, <laughs> they pounce on you for the long number. For standing up for yourself, like, you know? Yeah, yeah they, they fucking do that at, at best, you know, that's what they do is best when you stand up to yourself. Um, but, you know, this this ticket thing is starting to fucking annoy me because a lot of people are saying it, you know, it's not just you. Everybody's saying it, you know, about their performance as a ticket checker because you cannot say authorised person because you're not an authorised person. It's no fucking no. thing. You're not an authorised officer. You know, yeah. that's all shy. You know, um, your security. You know, it says on your uniform, your security. 
you know, and that should be the main priority. Alex, did you ever ever get any feedback for your security work? Any negative feedback for your security work after managers? Ever? I was told. I was told when it came down to me, three month probation review. I was told absolutely everything is perfect, except for my performance for ticket check. Then coming to the last, the last day of it. I was told that these are the reasons why I'm being sacked for my performance for security. Everything else is perfect, no problems, except for ticket checking and refusing to work with someone. Isn't that fucking crazy? That is mental. That's health and safety. You raised that issue. So that shouldn't even be on a sackable offence. That shouldn't even you raised it. You're going on the line. You know, anything can happen. Like, yeah, Monday to Sunday, it's been a good day. But, you know, you're yeah, walking so there, like, and out of blue, somebody could stab you or two people could jump on you, whatever the case is. So you need to feel safe going out there. You need to feel safe that you're on the line. And the person, yeah. that, that's why I always said, you know, some of the teams that we brought up, you know, that it was too weak, you know. Experience-wise, you know, you need to be one somebody with who ex- experience. If you had less experience, the fella should be have more experience. You know, that kind of way. I worked with someone at Euston Station, and when I asked him to step off the tram because they had a dog, uh, he then started swinging kicks and punches and everything else. Just as well that I did have enough experience to to keep myself safe. I, I, my partner just froze like I've never seen someone go white and just stand there. Do fuck off. Yeah, and your man was like reaching for his waist and everything. So I don't know if he's reaching for a knife or whatever. In the end, I end up just standing back on the, like I asked him, I said, look, are you ready to help me or what? Like, and he said, yeah. And I was like, no, man, you're not ready. Like, and just pushed him on the way and stood back on the tram with luck because it just wasn't worth it. Do you know what experience that your partner had before going there? I, I was told that he had like club experience and so on and then i found out after that altercation that he worked in a lego shop right makes sense yeah you can't and predict how many fucking tickets you can get in a no. day either you know like saying i want you to go out and get 10 fines a day right is like saying i want you to work on a box factory and i want you to pack 10 boxes a day are you going to give me 10 boxes probably not Maybe someday, <laughs> boy. You know, but, uh, I can't you guarantee it. But if you don't do it, you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah, I remember my last straw. I just it was a point of giving up. Nearly was when <laughs> someone died. Someone stopped breathing at Houston Station, and mm. uh, the security from Houston came out uh, when we were there. When we arrived, they were already there helping. So when your man got, when you when he started breathing again, the fibrillator, all that stuff. Uh, he got up, we walked him to the stop because he refused an ambulance, he refused any medical assistance. I, I, I can't make him have it. So we brought him to the stop, sat him down, made sure he was all right. I was trying to see if he was all right and everything. So we got a phone call then, there was two teams there that day and we were told, get him to fuck off off the infrastructure, tell him to fuck off and get back on your patrol. So basically what I was saying, tell him to fuck off, you got tickets to check. Yeah. Basically, like yeah. who, who gives a fuck if his heart's gonna stop again? Now imagine listening to this podcast, right? And you're a customer on your regular base, and you have like heart problems, you know, or you have any problems whatsoever. <coughs> and you're listening to the staff members basically coming up and saying, "Okay, if you 
croaker. We'll give you five minutes, and after that, I'm going to check tickets. Like, or look yeah, at that girl. The girl that was on the uh, the foreign girl. She was on the tram going from Sandyford to Stephen's Green, and she was attacked by them young ones. She heard, "Look, your your fucking security are checking tickets here. You know, they're not. That's why you were left there with all them young ones. They're all busy. Yeah. yeah. And just the thing to pick up on what Alex was saying. The two people he wasn't safe working with were more preoccupied with checking tickets it seems you know so their head yeah. is in that your head's in security yes yeah, i was told I, I was told that i was employed for security so that was my mm. role that's what i went for and your thing is on your pay is based on the uh, security <coughs> ero yeah, so boy, boy, yeah the law everything your fucking security so just before we finish they put you on charges fucking not working with someone and low performance and you lost that did they say, right, you're fired now? Or... No, no, I am. So they made me go over to the Sandyford Depot. Mm. So oh, they never told me about it. They just said, oh, I need to have a chat with you about your probation. I was saying, lovely, I probably passed it. Happy right, days. Yeah, yeah. So I went over, clocked in, and then I went out to the little hut that's outside Sandyford there. And um, he basically just said, there you are, sign off on that. You didn't pass your probation. There's your reasons why. Hand is your your vest, your belt, your camera, salon, radio, everything. Like. And how did you, did you feel that time when you were sitting there and you came into work and they were told you didn't pass observation? Like, well, at the time we was, I had a fair bit going on. To be honest with you, I was I was in a real bad situation. So uh, yeah, I was upset. I went back, so they were. They asked me to go across then to Harry for an exit interview. So what I done was, uh, I went out. I, I was on my way back home. And I was like, "Oh fuck this! I'm gonna wait and see if I can try keep it because because of my situation, mm. Mm. Uh, I kind of have to. I, I I'm at that building my whole life around this, so yeah. it's yeah, that's what you're kind of nearly forced to do is build your life around the roster and. The, the, the changes that happen, the shifts, yeah, everything yeah. that's involved with it, your life is the Lewis, and then at and on your days off of the Lewis, you have to figure out yourself, whatever. So I went off to ask him. I'm not going to get into the full thing. I was basically told to fuck off. So you really adopted your role there. Like You really took it on, like you're saying, you built your life around working on the Lewis. I lost access to my son, mm. and then I... I got the job and I fought for the access back and the uh, the access required was due to the monthly roster. So then I had to, I lost access to my son again, had to fight to go back and uh, and do it all over again. Like so. And, and they don't even care. And you told no, them that then, did you, on your appeal? Well, and... Yeah, I, t I told them and they, they wouldn't let me speak. So your man that was doing the appeal, he basically just said to me, look, look, we heard what we have to hear. We don't need to hear anymore. We go, we have enough to go off of. You don't feel safe walking there. You raised that flag. And you didn't do what anger. You did it professionally. So you raised the flag. And plus your performance. You know, what is your performance? Tickets? You know, it's not in your contract. You can't turn around and say, look, we want 20 tickets a day. As I said, if everybody pays for the... Um, for the lowest that day on your shift, you can't give any funds if everybody's fucking paid. You know, and plus yeah. you're a security guard. That's hands down, you're a security guard. So they can say to you, oh no, you're an authorised officer. You're not, but where's that? I mean, uniform, that I'm an authorised officer. When I went in, there was no set tickets that you have to check. There wasn't like, you, 
there was nothing, nothing that said anything about checking tickets, except for you would have to check tickets from time to time, but I never knew that it was going to be pressure, pressure, pressure. How long did you have left on your probation? Interest. Probably about seven hours. You were on your last day, were you? I was on my last day. I, I went in, I clocked in, and I was sacked. And how long was your probation? Six months, well. So it was six months, but after all of my... Because I stood up for myself, they extended it until, se until one moment. So you seven, and, and your last, that's a red flag in any company to, to fire someone on the last day of probation. If you were yeah, that because, bad, yeah. they didn't need to wait, you know? Yeah, so if I was really that bad of an employee, they would have sacked me long ago. Like. Exactly, and they don't, like, to, to be fair, without a contract, they don't even have to give you a reason. So it's a bit spiteful to give you a reason, you know? They could have went, just, we're not taking it on. They're legally able to do that, but they didn't. Yeah. They, they wanted to put that knife in, you know? That's what I think. That's yeah. my opinion. Um, that just shows you, like, you know, and it's like, we go again, like, you know, it just shows you, like, how the, like, that's the, the bullying tactics, you know, when you pick up for yourself, you know, in the company. And, you know, sacking somebody out of probation, right? As you said, Matthew, you don't have to give you a reason. Probation is finished. You're on probation. Adios, capiche, scenario. But the fact is, is the man that turned around and said, um, and your security and your performance, you know. The performance bit is really pissing me off a lot. Now it seems to be that there's pushing ticket checkers out and focusing on this authorised officers. Yeah, so look, I'll let you go. But before you go, uh, what what's the lasting effect that I have on you? Still angry uh, about it? Or? Yeah, no, I, I'm still a bit pissed off. Like, obviously, it's still affected me seeing me son. And that's continuing still to this day. Um, mm. I've had two two other security jobs. I absolutely hate it. Yeah, and without uh, saying uh, any names, because I'm going back to Dublin Live there, you know the whistle blows. Is it that bad? Is is you is everybody unhappy walking there? Is everybody yeah, yeah. unhappy walking there? Because we know about the fucking people not getting fucking but, their wages and fucking everything else. Because that pissed me off. But, you know, very, hold on very, a minute. Very unhappy, yeah. I'm walking here, so at least give me a fucking salary, you know. Um, and then they're turning around with some bullshit excuses. Look, what we're trying to do is like what you were saying. It doesn't just affect the day you get fired or the treatment you get there. It has a knock-on effect. Like these grown men, these are all grown men. These managers treating people like the way they're treating them, you know. And it's not just the yeah. fact of taking their livelihood taking their jobs it's a knock-on effect and, and we're nearly what you're eight months later and it's still affecting yeah. you and brian you left i left um, you're I'm all right you're in too good guts over fear podcast hosted by matthew cullen and brian warner no ads no subscription fees and no filter available on all major podcast platforms now follow on twitter at guts over fear ie